Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet. About fans, by fans, for fans. <laughs> Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. We are on our way down to, well, it's the longest away trip of the season. Is, is this the longest away of the season? I'd say no, Palace. Palace is, well, in terms of time, Palace is longest. Yeah. In terms of distance, is this the longest? Yeah, it is. It is. Right, well, we're on the, oh yeah, that's another good point. Is Brighton longer? Well, anyway, it's definitely the longest. It's definitely the longest we've been on so far. Um, obviously, uh, the dismal mood of last week hasn't lifted too much. Everybody's still on a downer over the fact that City are now champions, and it was gift wrapped to them by probably the worst performance, um, not just under Jose Mourinho's tenure at United, but in probably any tenure for quite a long time. So, uh, a lot of people are still mo- in a in a mood over that. But uh, it hasn't stopped a number of people making the midweek trip to Bournemouth. Um, no, absolutely no reason for any football fan to be travelling down to this. Um, but in terms of United support, loyal as it always is, we've got a reasonably full coach, about three, probably 75-80% full. Um, we're on our way down. Brighton, Brighton's longer by seven miles, is it? Thank, thank you for thank you for clearing that up. Um, where were we? Yeah. Anyway, so we uh, we've got a reasonably full bus. Got a couple of dramas though. Um, one being um, <laughs> the first. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody's everybody's covered in piss because the toilet. This is absolutely not even relevant, but I'm you know in the grand scheme of, I, I'm guessing if I'm sat there listening to this in the rush hour in the morning, I might find this funny. But in the context of this trip, it's not even remotely funny. Um, the toilet, for some reason, when you piss in it, is shooting it all back at you. In, in kind of, in kind of a, it's like a, it's like it's almost like a jet coming back at you, isn't it? So Ned, Ned, you've been caught, haven't you? Yeah, I was one of the early ones, and it's getting worse. So I'm not too bad, not co- not bad compared to what Jane. I'm gonna have a chat with Jane in a minute because he's obviously covered in piss. Um, to be honest, if if no, if you hadn't pointed out, I wouldn't have noticed any fucking difference. <laughs> um, so go on, what happened? Um, well, just go for the first piss of the day. Tomo had come out and warned me that it's a bit like a, a bit like a fountain in there or something like that. And he got a little bit covered, uh, went in for a piss. And yeah, as soon as well, as soon as you start going, it starts spraying back at you like like a fountain. Is it the first golden shower you've had, Neil? Or <laughs> first one I've not pe- paid forty quid for. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go and get Jay, right? Jay, you're absolutely... You've, you've got a very smart-looking top on and it's it's covered from head to toe in piss. It's not the first time we've been covered in my own piss. So well, you know what it's like. You're having a piss and it's all spraying back at you. It's all fun. So, uh, t- t- tell the listeners exactly what happened. You have a piss and the toilet is just spraying it all the way back all over you. But I've never heard of anything like that. I went in before, and I've, in fact, I've had two pisses today. That has happened to me. That Lacoste uh, crocodile in his T-shirt is back in his natural environment now, I think. <laughs> yeah. So we've got the toilet that's pissing back everything you put into it. Um, 
I just hope no one has a shite. That's the only thing I can think. But yeah, we're on our way down to Bournemouth to watch a game of football, <laughs> and uh, obviously the the season's petering out to be an absolute non-event in terms of the league. City have won it. United are trundling the way to the end of it, uh, but there is a bigger fist to fry coming up in the weekend. Uh, but we have got Bournemouth away, and uh, there's going to be something in the. Re- Do we get 1,300 tickets again this year? Yeah, yeah, we don't get many here, so yeah, we don't get too. We don't get too many, but we've got around 13 to 1,500 tickets, something like that. And uh, there's a lot of people on their way down. Um, a lot of us have been forced to do collections, where uh, as a way of United trying to get people to prove that they're actually going they actually make you not just send your ticket out they make you turn up and show ID to pick it up at the box office um, and apparently if you don't turn up then you get a 12 month ban from watching United so the temp- as much as the temptation to not even turn up and get banned was quite high uh, here we are I hope, I hope he's got a collect you know unless his passport's been seized in the last couple of years the only thing I've got about him is, is he's clearly got a pair of pants that un- prior to today did not belong to him he's got the biggest pair of jeans on I've ever seen that clearly he's, he's obviously been into a, into, into, he's been into a shop and bought them today right in terms of the trip today uh, how are we feeling Tomo? Um, buzzing absolutely really excited about the race for second um, to be honest I don't care I just want the season to end. I know we got the cup. I'm looking forward to this cup semi-final. I think we're all more excited about a cup semi-final, even though it's our pub gone bust that we normally go to. So, so basically, I was very excited about a cup semi-final, but I think we're all more excited about that because none of us think we'll actually get through to the final. So, whatever happens in Bournemouth. How are we doing, Ned? Good cheers, mate. I um, yeah, obviously the game the other day was a disappointment. West Brom coming after the derby and everything, but. The reaction after it and um, watching everything on Sunday night with City fans and all that was was very amusing in that. So, come to realise that City actually aren't that bothered about winning the league. It was more about winning against United. So, ruining that was a great thing towards the end of the season. We've still got the semi-final and three or four long trips left. So, yeah, there's still a bit, still a bit of life left in this season. But I know what Tomo means. It is kind of just phasing out a bit. And Were you tempted to not bother today? No, nah, I would always go. Yeah, it's uh, piss-covered coach and Greg Meehan over there on it. <laughs> Why would I miss that on a Wednesday? Do you think it is him? Uh, mate, it's got to be. He looks more like him than the man himself, I think. <laughs> I'll probably ask him whether I record me asking him in a bit is, is another question, but uh, I will go and ask him. Bandit, how are you? I'm very well. The uh, question I've got for you is um, the latest United We Stand cover <laughs> yes. clearly involved some late night artwork. It changes. did. Uh, two hours. I was at Pets at Home buying my kids' gerbils for the birthday <laughs> when I got a phone call from Andy Mitten basically twisting my arm saying he needs a Derby Day cover. What it. kind of cunt of a parent? Um, by speaking of cunts of a parent, we've got a bus full of them. Um, <laughs> you bought them gerbils? Yeah. Um, what kind of present is that? That's what? not a birthday present. I know. I should have got it upgraded to a, like instead of three gerbils, I should have got a dog, shouldn't I? But don't have to walk the gerbils. Right. Bearing in mind we've got Craig Meehan on the bus, we reckon you're the worst parent on it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really respond to that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, what did he get Shannon for his birthday? A new mattress. I think he just let her out. <laughs> what? Um, what? Uh, how are the gerbils doing? 
They're very good. Uh, Mars Your Milky name. Way. Yeah, Mars Milky Way and Galaxy. I didn't name them, but uh, yeah, that's what the names are. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what was the cover going to be? Um, uh, Richard Gear with uh, some gerbils. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, I, should I, say, I don't, don't want to say because I might rehash it in the, in the when it becomes an anniversary again. Oh, it was the 25th anniversary, so you should try and guess what it was in April. 25th anniversary of an event. Um, so I might rehash it for the 30th. 1993. Neil's looking puzzled. <laughs> April 1993. Yeah. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Okay. So. Might as well throw it on Instagram now with the rest of the, <laughs> with the, rest of the rejects. <laughs> it was great when you rang me. He rang me and just went, I've just had a call from Andy. I need to like kind of do something. Can you help me out? Because I had to supply him with some images. And Speak- it was like... Speaking of rehashing old shit, um, did you see what happened in the evening news uh, I read it in the evening news about um, it's got nothing to do with football I'm not going to fucking bring it up anyway because oh, yeah. I was fuming about it um, I've only just come to terms with that at Piccadilly Radio is, was, it's called Key 103 I've, I've been calling it Piccadilly Radio forever and ever and then I read in the evening news today that they're even changing that now and it's going to be some fucking national hit station hits, yeah, national, it's, hits radio and you know I think they'll bring back Umberto or something like that I fucking surfed his back garden many years ago. I <laughs> told you Craig Beam was that. You turfed Umberto's back garden, yeah. Well, front and back. Right, okay, how was it? I did him all round. Um, <laughs> Umberto the DJ? That's him, yeah. So you sorted his garden out? Yes. When did that happen? I think it was about mid-80s, just after he um, shot to fame. If that's what you want to call it. So, so, so how did that go? How did, how did that come about? Um, we, I think he'd just got famous and he'd, he'd, he'd bought this gaffer in Salford just off Chapel Street, him and his uh, partner. Right. So we went round. Was that his, your job at the time? Yeah, yeah, sorting his uh, front and back garden out. And what, we what didn't did, know it was him at first, but what did, what did, Su- Susie Maffey's kept popping round. <laughs> And we, we clocked that she had a private reg and we said, yeah, it's her off Piccadilly. So you put two and two together and came up with him? Came up with him. He, he, he just used to sit in the living room looking out his patio doors on a fuck-off big beanbag watching his graft all day. <laughs> so, with two Siamese cats. Right. <laughs> we did have... <laughs> we did have a bit of Miver. <laughs> In what way? You had Miver well, round at Umberto's? Yeah. Ow. Well, we went round. Is he still going? Um, as far as I know, yeah. I, I heard that of somebody that he, he, he's bad with his diabetes now. Yeah, right. but, yeah. His garden still looks well, man. Right. But anyway, we went round this. That's testament to you, then. Exactly, yeah. He built to last. What did you do in his garden? Uh, just surfed it, really, and, you know, put a few borders in and that. And um, a couple, couple of hanging baskets and what have you, you know. But we did, what I'm saying, we, we did have a bit of... We, we went round one morning, halfway through the job, and he'd had a party the night before. Umberto had. Uh, Umberto had had this party, yeah. I bet that was lively. I, well, I didn't get an invite, thank fuck. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so he'd fucking had a big firework display in the newly turfed fucking back garden. I bet you weren't happy with that. 
No, it burnt all the fucking grass and everything, so I knocks on like, I said, look at the state of this, you cunt, what's been going on? He knocked on his house and said that. <laughs> fucking right I did. Hey, we didn't get a fucking brew that day anyway, but... <laughs> so we had, to, uh, we had to rip it up and start again. Did he pay you double? No. He, 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 he might have even put it on the radio, I don't know, I didn't listen to his show that day, like, but... <laughs> so, oh, my word. Anyway, yeah, well, I'm, yeah, well, probably another five minutes of this shambles gonna have to fucking delete. Um, how are you after last? <laughs> yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of fucking things up on the turf, uh, last week, which uh, West Brom, yeah, very, very fucking disappointing. One, it's depressing, really. I just to meekly fucking stay at all he wasn't depressed I seen him about two hours after the game did you um, when I spoke to you before the, on the podcast V City you were fucking off when City went two up did you fulfil that I actually was fucking fuming at half time and I said to the lads in tier three where I was sat listen I'm giving this ten minutes and I'm fucking doing one I'm not, I'm not getting swatted here 6-0 yeah. I'm watching them cunts you know obviously win the title anyway after the 10 minutes of the second half when I was going to do one it was, it was fucking too well so you did exactly what I did I stayed there and went fucking bananas yeah really yeah. And um, someone, who, someone, who, someone who didn't hang around yeah so um, I got a Mobike back into town so at two you got what? a Mobike I actually got a Mobike yeah basically at 2-0 you got on non-believer you know, <laughs> yeah one of those Mobikes yeah yeah, so was orange and silver thing. Yeah, yeah, so basically. Um, little Dan had the app and he, he unlocked it. So smashed, I jumped on it and rode back into town. I raced a little kid what, as well. Like, did he give you a crossbar or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you got a bike each? No, no, he couldn't have it, so he ran next to me. Hang on, hang on, one minute. You <laughs> you ran, you cycled back to town while little Dan ran with you. Yeah, yeah. He was only small, isn't he? So he was like dead excited. That sounds like the worst Rocky wrong. movie ever. <laughs> he was really, he was just angry. He was just angry. So basically what happened is that second goal went in and I said, let's go for a pint. Um, so went down and they weren't serving. So a couple of lads went, we're going, this is ridiculous. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 power to the people, let's leave. So we left and got a Mobike. Had a couple of incidents with some people outside. Got on a Mobike. Got in a, then got in a taxi, went to the Nags just as the um, third goal went in. Oh, well, at least you saw it. What silly cunt had parked a mobile outside the Etihad? Or did well, you actually have oh, it? It's, it's, no, no, it's, it's, there, was, there was just one there in well, Bessie. It's, so. it's, funny, it's funny you mention this because when uh, we'd finished selling the mag after the West Brom game, we were walking back. So we're talking 45 an hour after kickoff. Just up near the Bishop's Blaze on the street opposite where Red Star Sports is, there was about 10 of them mobikes. Yeah. Yeah. So I reckon they're becoming quite popular yeah. ways of getting to and from the match. It's a great way to be a Maybe you should, you should try instead of crashing that fucking boat that you do every week. I've not been on that boat much this well, season. Well, you're fired off it, aren't you? But it hit a fucking bridge, didn't it, on the way to the game? You hit a bridge on it. No, I wasn't driving <laughs> the bastard. I am the captain. <laughs> Name me a better captain. I was just thinking that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just on to, uh, obviously, we've just talked bollocks for 15 minutes. Just a bit about what's going on from a footy point of view. Uh, we've not been to Bournemouth for about 18 months. We played them first away game of last season, Jose Mourinho's first season. And you look at this sort of man who looked like, you know, he looked really well. He's got the black suit on, he's got the club badge on it. 
baking hot sunshine. United are winning. I think it was three one or three nil. Yeah. Slatan scoring his first goal for United. Everything sound. Everything just seemed great. Everything loads of optimism. All that kind of stuff. And here we are now, further down the line. It looks like it's about to go over the edge, doesn't it? He seems. Um, he, he seems quite joyless again, doesn't he? He's not the man he was when he first come in, and everything seems to irritate him. And and it's weird because. We, we're about to finish second probably we might well win the FA Cup we won two trophies last year and I know these points have been made by a lot of people but he doesn't look happy in himself and he doesn't look like he particularly believes he can get it right himself at the moment his body language isn't great he's not the same person he was 18 months ago but then people who have a go at him would say that that's what he is he's a two year manager why, why is why is Liverpool third a happier place than United second I don't get, well Somebody pointed out the, uh, earlier, they're being, they're not being, we're being judged on what City do. Everybody else is being judged on, I don't know what the rest of the rest of the pack are doing. So, uh, City and Liverpool, uh, sorry, Spurs and Liverpool, who were having great seasons, they're not being judged the same way as United are. And yet, listen, we're second. We're playing dog shit. The team that are first are playing the best football apparently that's ever been ever been played which isn't true and okay uh, the Spurs uh, them they, they beat Spurs at the weekend and we lost to West Brom but that could have easily been the other way around and suddenly that, that, that lead that they had could have been reduced to seven seven points something like that and we'd have had, ended up having a decent season at the end of that but we're still playing dog shit I can't remember what the original point I made was. Yeah, I need to can I, but I, I asked it. I think Liverpool, I get why their fans are enjoying it at the moment. They're playing some great stuff. Spurs are the same. I think they, they look like they're having great nights. And they're not winning like anything. They're not, no, but they might, they might win the Champions League. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're, we're, we're second and playing shit. Imagine what we could be doing if we were playing decent football. That's what I'm saying. Then we have it in us to play decent football. That second half at City showed what we can do, and he, he's a man that has to take the handbrake off. So, so are we getting into at what point do, do we? Because what's not clear at the minute amongst United fans, and you listen to what's been said in various circles, what's not clear is is the finger rightly being pointed at the players, or is the finger rightly being pointed at the manager? I think it, it's a manager first and foremost sets the players up and keeps them happy. I think the players have got it in them. The players are definitely at fault at certain The players are doing season. what they've done for the past God knows how many years to give up for the manager. If they don't like the manager, it's like Chelsea of old. They just give up and stop playing. Stop playing for the manager and that's what they've done. I don't think these players have though. They showed that in the second half. Lads like Ashley Young and that, they don't, they don't give up. I think the players are giving up mainly for the manager. I disagree. I think uh, that team he put out against West Brom should have beat West Brom. By a mile. So, yeah, simple as that. Uh, you know, Sanchez was running into blind alleys. Valencia doesn't know what to do when he gets the ball on the wing. They're not shit players. They just don't know. Is, is there something that says at some point once they cross that touchline, it is absolutely down to them? And at some point, the players have got to take responsibility for what's going on on the field. I get definitely against. Mourinho clearly doesn't trust them because he spends all ninety minutes stood there watching them on the touchline without sitting down. But he's got them to beat Chelsea. He's got them to beat Liverpool. He's got them to beat City. He's got them to beat Arsenal. He's got them to beat all the top teams. But yet they can't do it against the, you know, the flotsam and jetsam of the, uh, of the league. Um, isn't that, isn't that tactics? If you look at Mourinho, Chelsea and Liverpool. Both at home, he got his tactics spot on. 
at Seville. He got him totally wrong. And the only thing that annoys me about Mourinho is why doesn't he just come out and say, I got it wrong today? I said, why does he have to make excuses? I've won this, I've won that. We don't care about that. What we care about is, listen, hold my hands up, I got it wrong today. That's all we need. Really, he's quite quick to blame some of the players when they're not doing it rather than blame himself for anything. Where where are you pointing United's current? Because at the minute, Mourinho's clearly pissed off with the squad and the squad are clearly pissed off with certain things because they're not performing so there's something not right somewhere definitely yeah and I think some of the players haven't delivered what they should have done on the pitch um, I think we'd all agree on that do you know we've we've got dark, so dark forces are emerging amongst us um, you should point out now that um, Craig's cripped a little bit Craig, Craig's cracked very very close to us um, go on <laughs> It's been a number not of since, Not since Mike Hilton's shit story. Uh, yeah, I don't think some of the players have delivered on the pitch. Right, if I gave expected. you the opportunity to keep Mourinho and get rid of the bulk of that squad, or keep the squad and get rid of the manager, what would you pick? I'd get rid of some of the squad before I get rid of him. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Well, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean I would I would keep Mourinho, but then I don't want Mourinho to turn us into, you know, a, a very dull side, but. There's nobody there I would want a particular keep Other than De Gea I, I, Yeah I'm, I'm not in The players don't do anything It's I'm, I'd keep Mourinho all day long Because there's no one else out there either Definitely keep the manager But I do think, feel like he should cheer up a bit himself Sometimes he, Everything he looks agitated with and that. I think he he's could help gonna, himself he's, he's disappointed that United aren't competing Or, or aren't performing But it's You know there's, The worry I've got where Mourinho is concerned Is, is everyone he's bought has been largely not very good and that means that means then probably with the exception of Lukaku did he buy Bailly as well yeah yeah he did Bailly's never fit no but with the exception of probably Lukaku who's been consistently okay maybe Zlatan to a degree as well is he making is he making the transfers though is he making decisions or is that above him I guess I guess the key point here is is ultimately you want there's clearly a standoff a standoff here between the manager and the standoff between the squad and something has to give doesn't it I don't agree with a manager whether how good are how bad the players are he's calling them out in the press you know we can all go back to Fergie and Fergie very rarely called players out in the press and I don't like I like Mourinho but I don't like like what he's done with Luke Shaw I don't like what he's doing with Pogba if you're not happy with him get rid of him but don't tell the press about it I think Pogba needs to fucking shape up a bit though well he did against City he did for it but he's not consistent is he like a lot of players in the team they don't perform consistently do they Pogba's counts himself as one of the best midfielders in Europe and the world yeah I'm not fucking seeing that no I know me Um, just a quick one on with regards to tonight Um, do you go with a team that's going to play at the weekend um, or do you just go with an absolute rest everybody give a couple of the kids a shot and then go full tilt with the best squad you've got at the, the, uh, the weekend what do you do? I play the starting 11 I think you don't pick a consistent enough team week in week out anyway no one, you never know exactly which 11 is going to pick so I think 
I'd play the 11 tonight, take the risk if someone gets injured you can replace them with one but yeah give them some time together and that and, um, he yeah, doesn't know it. I think he's doing um, I think basically he doesn't know his starting 11 he doesn't honestly know it so I'd play the fringe players and then just see if anyone steps up tonight versus the weekend what do you do? Uh, no for me uh, pl- play a different team What did uh, I don't know what Spurs did I don't know what Spurs did but they certainly were they certainly weren't 100% at uh, City or last night no so I would I would rest the players got en- I mean don't even have to play you players we've got enough in the squad we've got Herrera's Fellaini's you know Luke Shaw sitting on the bench playing uh, quick prediction tonight quick prediction for tonight I think we'll win tonight but what a close 2-1 3-2 United 4-0 United what you bet? What you base out on? Boddington's. Boddington's. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> splashback. <laughs> the splashback from the toilets. Ned, give me a prediction. Yeah, three 0 United. Three 0 United. Yeah. Um, I predict that. Uh, I think tonight will be a draw. Um, I think we'll see some fringe players, and I think that we'll continue to be terrified for the whole journey home by the people that are on this bus. Um, but we'll see what comes after the game. We've covered some ground there, haven't we? We've covered Berto, We that? have indeed. We've covered lots of ground. Topical podcast. Uh, we'll see how much of it makes the actual cut. Uh, we'll be back after the game, and uh, we'll see you then. Full time here on the South Coast. United have won 2 0. A goal from the uh, prolific Chris Smalling, who for some reason managed to get himself the furthest man forward, put a cross in from uh, whoever it was, and then a superb goal from Lukaku in the second half. Let's see how many of them come over. Martial's walked off, Shaw's walked off. Lukaku and Matic have come halfway there. De Gea, Damien, Jones and Smalling have also come towards the away end. I lied about Sean actually, he's still on the pitch. You expect a bit better, you know what I mean? It's like midweek, United fans have slept it all the way down here, the five and a half, six hour journey. Most of us are going to get home at something past three in the morning, possibly later. For a, what a game that was ultimately didn't mean a lot. You'd expect them to come and give you some appreciation, but uh, pretty half-hearted that. But that's the way it is. That puts United, I think, level games with Liverpool and four points clear, so uh, pretty much cements second place. For those that care about that sort of stuff. Just leaving the ground now. Apparently Dale Winton's dead. What? Dale Winton, is this some kind of joke? No, no, he's dead. Dale Winton, breaking news on the podcast. Is this a joke, is it? No, no, no. genuinely. All right. I'm not even going to say he's checked out or anything else, actually. Um, well, changing the subject completely. Um, Matty, how are you? How are you, mate? You all right? Yeah. How, uh, how are you over that sad news? <laughs> I can't, I've got a great gag lined up, but it'll have to stay off. Yeah, do it, do it. Um, 
I don't know what to make of that. I thought first half was terrible. Too narrow again. Wingers playing the central midfielders. He's better second half. We played a bit, bit further up. I thought Pogba played well, but one of them on it. And he's he against shit size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. It's, it's one of them though. The pressure off, but um, we kind of look better. It's always when things are expected of us, but. It was job done, wasn't it? I had an end of season feel about You've driven, it. haven't you? I have, yeah. You're looking forward to this right now? No, not at all. Are you on the bus for the weekend? No, I've got, I'm taking me two lads, so, so I'm driving. But yeah, it's early start, six this morning I left. Had to work, do a bit of work in Birmingham, then drove down. So yeah, I'm dreading this. Lucky, we'll save trip back, mate. All right, mate. Yes. Nothing, it's in the middle of nowhere. Job done, wasn't it? Hey, Cheers for that. Everything. Hey. <laughs> How are you, mate? I'm alright, mate. You? Yeah. What's the plan for the weekend? Have you found us a pub yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's another pub in High Wycombe which are uh, very right. uh, accommodating for us. So, just a shame the. Uh, How did you find out the old one had shut down? Was it? Um, well, we were answering the calls and then, yeah, we found shame the game on the Did you think they were just, like, trying to avoid you? <laughs> no, no, we'd, we'd have fucking kept it open if it had been three weeks earlier, wouldn't we? Do we know why it shut down? I'm guessing the catering might have had something to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at it, yeah. Um, but, yeah, just when we're not there, they probably don't take much money, do they? So, yeah. end of season feel like game tonight, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. But I think it's important to win ahead of the uh, semi-final. And you still want to finish second, don't you? I know it doesn't really matter because you're, you're in the group stage regardless, aren't you? But you want to finish second. You want to finish with many points as possible kick on for next year don't you so good turnout good sing good songs and you know good it seemed like a you know despite the fact that I'd end the season feeling it was fucking miles away and there's a big game in the weekend it was still a good turnout as always and I thought like you know Pogba looked a bit better tonight so hopefully he's got in a bit of form and uh, they looked a bit sharper going forward didn't they played a few balls in behind and hopefully they'll take that into the weekend because Tottenham defend quite high up the pitch so you need some pace in behind you can do that when you've got Rashford and Marshall up front, can't you? Yeah, but I think it don't matter who you go for. It's, it's the intent of playing the ball, though, isn't it? And playing it early. I mean, tonight we played three or four balls, like first time from from the middle of the pitch through. And when Lukaku came on, he got a couple, didn't he? Safe trip, so I So I think it's intent more than anything. Did you get any sighters as to what the team might be at the weekend? He'll revert to type a bit, won't he? He'll um, Matic will obviously come back in. Lukaku will come in. Um, I don't know I think he'll play Lingard because I think he'll he want to keep it tight won't he against uh, Tottenham and big pitch and that but I don't know um, you assume Valencia and Young will come back in because he's rested him tonight and he, but to me like Valencia looked knackered at the weekend he's like, got no acceleration I think, I think he's looked shot for uh, probably three or four months now because he's been the only person who's played on the right hand side all fucking season and he's had nobody in front of him so he's been up and down up and Do down I think we'd be better off without almost if you put Lukaku in probably playing with that side that started tonight at the weekend yeah I mean never been Diamond's biggest fan but at right back he's a right back and he knows the position he's defensively he's sound he's shit going forward but if you've got a sound full back you allow your forward players do you remember Diamond's first four or five games when everybody was raving about him and and then when he covered short at left back and he felt the shit and he's just been wanked since hasn't he exactly but you you know you move people around it doesn't help sometimes does it and um, I I don't know mate still ever um Probably stick with um, Smalling and Jones now, won't he? Um, I don't want to bring Bailey that. back, he's hardly played, has um, he? That's what time are we getting home here? Oh, fucking hell. Half two if we're lucky. Do you think? That's encouraging. If we have a good run. That's probably encouraging. It's, it's getting off that. this car park, isn't it? Rick, how are you? Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. 
Enjoyed that. that. Was, did you really? Well, I saw you. I saw you were uh, getting very excited at the second goal, charging to the front. Well, oh, I, I, really I really thought you shit. were going on the pitch at one point. <laughs> no, I really did shit. That's why I was. Is that what it I was, was? I was glad we scored so I could get in front of all the other people. <laughs> uh, anything? Any observations on the game ahead? Uh, of the Look, I mean, just shows you what United can do when they actually fucking bother us up front. Um, I don't know. They still had the. Um, I think they still had the breaks on from this league. You know, they know City have won it, so they go through the motions now. But hopefully, semi-final, Steve, we're gonna do it. Yeah, you're on the bus, aren't you? Yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. I can see Clarky over there. I'm gonna go and have a word with him. You can at least say hello to me. Say hello to you. How are you? Official business. You're I'm right. good, mate. Yeah, yeah, how are good, you? Good to see you. I've right? seen you for ages. Yeah. Are you? Well, yeah, I can imagine. Uh, who else can I find? There's actually no one. Yeah, you're all right. Hiya, mate. Okay. Yeah, that was routine, wasn't it? Routine, yeah. We, we did what we had to do, didn't we? We need to finish second anyway, you know that. And well, cheers for that. <laughs> No one wants to talk to me. No, I'm gonna go and find Andy. He's always good for a word. Yeah, Andy, you're right. I'm good man. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, not bad. Enjoy that. Uh, Sorry, you're doing the podcast, aren't you? Well, yeah, I'm recording you now. You could. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was all right, wasn't it? It was all right. Yes. We've had worse days here. Absolutely, yeah. To be fair, but no, we did all right. Everyone got a game. We needed a game. Um, let's fucking tack it on the Saturday now and see what we can do there, do you know what I mean? Did you, did you get any sight of what you think you might do with the team Saturday-wise after tonight? Um, I've been trying to work it out. It, it's almost like I'd rather he almost put Lukaku in up front. I want him to play Lukaku, Rashford and Martial as a front three, me. I'd love that on Saturday and have a real go at him kind of thing. Yeah. Well, they're going to have a go at us, aren't they? I would have thought so, yeah. So, you know, fight fire with fire kind of thing and take it to him yeah I, I'm well up for that so all being well by the time be... that game kicks off you're not going to know what fucking day it is are you <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair point <laughs> I'm fucking travelling with you all day aren't I so meeting you at 8 o'clock for a quarter past 5 kickoff. yeah it's not going to go well is it usually don't end well for us does no. it no what, what time did we, didn't we um, what's the earliest we've been out for an evening game didn't we go out at um, it was less than 7 o'clock 7.45 at Christmas, wasn't it? Yes. That was an early start. We did meet at half eight for that in the Grey Horse, yeah. And we ended up back in the Grey Horse, if I remember rightly. Which yeah, till we, four. That could end up the same again, you know, thinking about the it. Weekend, yeah, that's a shout. Get wrapped back about midnight. Right. And just go in there till... Give Chris a bell. Till Monday again. He probably listens to this, Chris. Chris does it? listen to this. He'll, he'll, he, I think he, he'll, he, he'll do the right thing. He'll have the pizzas in order now, won't he? He'll, yeah, he'll do the right thing, won't he? Yeah. yeah. Hope he gets pepperoni this time, man. Yeah, it was just dull cheese and tomato shit, wasn't it? Yeah, we'll have to word him up about that. Yeah, the Mourinho of pizzas. Pass, how are we doing? A bit better tonight, weren't it? Yeah, it was all right. I mean, uh, any worse. Yeah, did you learn anything tonight about what you might do at the weekend? <laughs> start Rashford, maybe. I don't think he'll start Martial. He'll start one of them, won't he? Yeah. Fullbacks, no. Valencia. They didn't do out wrong. None of them done anything wrong, but I don't think he'll start. I'd always play short ahead of Young. I know that sounds mad, but... Well, I think I think he'll start. De Gea, Baye, Smalling, Valencia, Young. I think he'll go Joe and Smalling, mate. You think? Yeah. You think? Uh, well, he's, he's earned it tonight, didn't he? he played uh, yeah, right? yeah. 
I think uh, he's a favourite of Mourinho's anyway. Whenever he can play him, he has played him. I don't think Darby would be t- up to much for that either, me. Honestly, I thought he played all right. He played all right, but I don't think he's, he's going to chuck Valencia out of the team, is he? Although I think Valencia looks a bit shot. Well, that's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, that's me fucking told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Blackie, all right. Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. It was um, a bit better. It was a lot better. Well, it could be any fucking worse, could it? Well, it couldn't have been worse than, than Sunday, no. But what was uh, interesting was the fact that the players that haven't actually played played very well. So, like, he's the got very a un- now, he? Well, he has. He's got yeah, the underrated Fellaini. Had a great game. It meant that, you know, he, but he is underrated Fellaini. He plays he's very, very well. Just, when he just, plays just uh, so, some guys just slagging Damien off. I thought he played all right tonight. There's a people, when I was walking back. Right, there was, we were saying about um, why would you not play it? See you later, Dave. Why would you not play a fullback at fullback, particularly on Saturday? Because then, if you've got a right fullback playing right fullback, you're going to give yourself a better chance, particularly yeah. one who's used to playing fullback. Um, and Valencia isn't, even though he's captain and he's passed it and he hasn't, you know, so why not? And you could do the same, say the same for sure playing. Yeah. You can make a point from playing a left back at left back, not a converted winger again. So I think there's lots of uh, I think it was positives today because we had a lot more movement. Jesse Lingard gives us a lot more movement, but we were only playing Bournemouth. But if you played that side on Sunday and played with that tempo and played with that actually they're wanting they're to win, we'd love them. But they were still on Sunday. They were just stood still. They're like like you know, Pogba's become the the dressage or something. Obviously, I I didn't see you after the game at uh, the weekend. How much of a mood were you in after it? Oh, it's X off you. Yeah, the I'd, I'd gone to bed with a with a large glass of whiskey. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was disappointed, but I, I was more disappointed with the fact that I think Pogba's been on a little dressage horse. You know, he's the horse that isn't ever going to win the Derby or the Grand National, but can trot, but, but can trot around looking really, really nice. But they kept giving him the ball in stupid positions and then standing still. At least tonight they had movement, and actually when they gave him the ball, he could find someone because Jesse Lingard was running off him, and Rashford was running off him, and Martial was running off him. A lot better tonight, but. But, you know, yeah, Saturday you could we could win. You know, we could surprise everyone and win two or three nil on Saturday, or we could lose five or six nil. Could be one of them. Jim, hello. How are you? How are we, everybody? Uh, who are you slanging off tonight? No one really. really? It was all right. Yeah. It was all right. Played well. It was all right. It's not blind. Like him. I slagged blind off for fucking off and not clapping us just because just because we took the piss off. You haven't did. No, none of them came. Like, yeah, I did. Small, small Jones. Half-hearted, I thought. The defence came over. Yeah, but nobody else did. No, no miserable bastards. Yeah. And I got to sit here for six hours listening to fucking Mark going off all sorts of shite, and they didn't even clap before it. It's, it's good to see that you made the codes this time, John. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. It's a. Uh, Definitely been less of a Yeah. Are you, are you, are you, you're just going to shout paedophile club, aren't you? No, I'm going to Right, who else haven't we heard from? I think we've got everyone on here. Yeah. Right, we're heading back to Manchester. Um, as you can hear, most United fans thought it was an alright performance. Um, obviously everybody's gearing towards the weekend that's obviously the big one the season and whether it's a success or not absolutely 100% indies on that 
So if United end up getting to Wembley and indeed winning the FA Cup, the season will be seen as a success. If they end up getting knocked out, either in the semi-final stage or not winning the final, I think Mourinho is going to get to the end of the season, even having finished second, and probably it will be deemed a failure. And then uh, there's going to be a lot of... Uh, a lot of inquests, a lot of thoughts, a lot of soul searching done over the summer, but we'll see. But um, United have done the job down here tonight. Good result, good win, and uh, puts us comfortably second now with only a handful of games to go. And obviously we've got a second uh, bite at a trophy uh, coming up at the weekend. So uh, obviously hope the team and the manager and everybody are geared towards that. The support will 100% be geared towards a good day out of the weekend. Uh, probably 25, 30,000 heading down. It'd be great atmosphere, and uh, you know, hopefully uh, United can uh, pull something out of the season in the FA Cup, which more often than not United have done on a number of occasions in their history. So let's see what comes out of that. We'll be back from a, a podcast point of view, whether it be me on it uh, or surrounded by dickheads, or whether it be Andy out and about talking to sensible people. Um, but one of us will be doing it. But until then, cheers for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet. We offer the best available odds on a United win as well as a host of special bets created by Reds. With half our net profits being donated to United supporters groups, Red Army Bet is about fans, by fans, for fans. Check out our website redarmybet.com or download the app. Red Army Bet, we all follow United.